It is absolutely vital that we go over how TSH works. I know this is kind of going back to the basics for many of you, but it's worth a re-listen. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Because even though you know from me saying this all the time, that a suppressed TSH, not a big deal, especially if you are on any kind of T3, whether it's in NDT, whether you're taking cytomeliothyronine, God forbid you're on a compounded T3, that is going to suppress the TSH. I want to read a quote from Dr. Gary Forsman. Now he is the medical expert that is part of L. Russ's new course that she has out, which I absolutely love, by the way. And this just sums it up so perfectly why you don't have to be worried about a low TSH. So studies from decades and decades ago indicated that a suppressed TSH might be an issue. What they used to do more than 25 years ago was give high doses of Synthroid or T4 to patients with the intention of suppressing their TSH in order to shrink thyroid gland nodules, a very bad, outdated protocol that doctors no longer practice. At that time, they used such high doses of T4 that they were making some people chronically hyperthyroid, and of course, we're seeing bone loss, arrhythmias, etc., the medical community stopped implementing that practice because of those outcomes. But unfortunately, as a result of that antiquated practice, there are still doctors who think that a suppressed TSH is dangerous to the patient. All of these studies in the last few decades indicate that TSH suppression has no association with some of those feared results like osteoporosis, arrhythmias, bone loss. Interestingly enough, my patients, this is Dr. Forsman talking, Interestingly enough, my patients with the lowest TSH values have the best bone density scores. I'm going to repeat that. My patients with the lowest TSH values have the best bone density scores. I have had patients move to another state and their new doctor refuses to prescribe desiccated or compounded. They probably refuse to really prescribe anything other than T4. No T3 for you. And as soon as the doctor sees a suppressed TSH, the doctor freaks out and lowers the patient's thyroid medication. It's an antiquated belief system based upon decades old history of using suppressive thyroid hormone to shrink thyroid nodules. As a result, doctors are still afraid of suppressing TSH, even though the literature has shown for decades now that you can suppress the TSH with no metabolic consequences whatsoever. No metabolic consequences whatsoever. A suppressed TSH does not lead to heart failure. It does not 
lead to arrhythmia. It does not cause osteoporosis. Thank you, Dr. Gary Forsman. That is so beautifully said. So keep listening because you're going to hear even more of a deep dive into what is TSH exactly? Why are we so hyper-focused on it in conventional medicine? This is a good one. No matter where you are on your thyroid journey, beginner, intermediate, advanced, listen up. So like I said in the intro, this is just going to be a brief overview of TSH and what it is and why you really don't have to worry about it if it's low. So TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, it is released by the pituitary gland. So the pituitary talks to the thyroid gland. Well, it starts at the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus in your brain sends a signal to the pituitary. The pituitary sends a signal to the thyroid to make more hormones. So it's stimulating the thyroid to make more thyroxin and triiodothyronine, T4 and T3. Now, TSH has nothing to do with telling T4 to convert to T3. It literally is just stimulating the thyroid gland itself to produce more thyroid hormones. So I've used this analogy before, it is absolutely worth saying again, if you think about your kids, right? So you have, you got your little kid, maybe three, four years old, right? Little Johnny playing with his toys. And you're like, Johnny, you got to pick up your toys. You know, your voice starts off with just a nice, nice, normal tone. And then it starts to increase as Johnny doesn't listen. So Johnny's sitting there, he's still playing. He's got the video games out and the trucks out or whatever kids play with these days. And you're like, Johnny, you got to pick up your toys. And your voice gets louder and louder. So think of thyroid stimulating hormone. Think of that as that goes up your thyroid is going down. So TSH high means thyroid low because as that gets higher, yelling at the thyroid, thyroid, you're not doing your job. You're not doing your job. That marker in your labs will get higher. So that's where your doctor actually pays attention to you. Your TSH comes back actually flagged high. And I got to tell you, sometimes they're not even going to pay attention to you when it's flagged high. Let's say it comes back above that 4.5, above that high end of the range, the cutoff range, which by the way, TSH ranges have been debated in endocrinology for decades. The TSH range used to go to a 10. Remember high means low. It used to go to a 10. So you did not get flagged or told that you have a thyroid problem until you hit 11, 12. I mean, you had to go over 10. Well, we know now, especially in functional medicine, that anything above a two, TSH above a two is hypo. That's where we go. Oh my gosh, we have to test more. We have to look at your free T3. We have to look at your free T4. We got to check your antibodies. We have to look at the reverse T3. Let's check more because that TSH, along with your symptoms, along with that important question of how do you feel that TSH climbing even above a two is indicative of a thyroid problem. Now in my patient population, I have absolutely 101 million percent seen TSH levels of a one, of a 1.5, a 1.3, 1.7, anything below a two. And there still is a hypothyroid situation present because you as the patient are dealing with symptoms. So those symptoms tell me that there is something going on. And I have to look at your 
labs from a different perspective. This is, I, I, I keep pounding the nuances, nuances of thyroid, nuances of thyroid treatment, nuances of being a thyroid specialist. It really takes skill. It takes experience. You have to combine those two. And it takes patience in being patient with your patient. You have to ask that person how they feel and then put all of that together. So there are multiple different scenarios in which a low TSH below a two will still produce hypothyroid symptoms in a patient, if that makes sense. So we have to look at you as a whole patient, ask those questions, how do you feel? And then look at the whole picture. So I'm digressing a little bit, but I'm passionate about that because I know many of you have a TSH even below a two, and there still is a problem. When you are looking for that problem, like I said earlier, you have to test, 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 don't guess, free T3, free T4, thyroid antibodies, reverse T3, but that's another podcast. I went down a rabbit hole, now I'm coming back to you. TSH being suppressed, why does your doctor freak out? Why do you not have to worry about that? So you heard the intro when I read a quote from Gary Forsman. I think that that is just such an amazing, beautiful quote, but now I want to go a little bit deeper too. So yes, it did start way back in the day with T4 only, so much T4 suppressing TSH, and that's what they wanted to do. So that's interesting too, for those of you on T4 only to note that yes, your TSH can still become suppressed on T4 only with a high enough dose of T4. And that in and of itself is a problem because if you listen to the last podcast with El Russ and I, which I encourage you to go back and listen to, you will hear us talk about that T4 number, that free T4 number, as it starts to climb because you're on so much T4 medication, that T4 number starts to climb. Maybe you're at a 1.6 or 1.7. That is an issue. And ironically, right after El and I recorded that, I met with a patient. Here's her free T4 at a 1.7. Reverse T3 is a 27. So that much T4, oh, and TSH was 0.027. So TSH is suppressed. She's on a shit ton of T4 medication. T4 is rising as is reverse T3 because the only thing that converts to reverse T3 is T4. But TSH, the point of that is that TSH is suppressed. It is suppressed. Do we worry about it? No, I'm worried more about her reverse T3 being elevated and her being on so much T4 that she's in survival mode because that T4 is not converting. She's got a reverse T3 problem. I could give a crap about the low TSH. So TSH on a large amount of T4 or any amount of T3 will go down. Again, I implore any practitioner out there listening, whether you are functional, integrative, alternative, conventional. I don't care. Maybe you're an endocrinologist listening. Hopefully you are because you have to go back to basic biology, basic biology, right? T3 comes in. T3 is the active thyroid hormone, the active thyroid hormone. Your cells only have a receptor site on it for T3. So T4 has to convert to T3. You bring in that T3 and then, oh, you know, the body is happy. And the hypothalamus and the pituitary are chatting back and forth. And they're going, you know, what do you think of the situation? This person finally has 
a little bit of active thyroid hormone in their body. There's some T3 here. So we're pretty happy. Uh, I think we can stop poking the thyroid and tell them to make more thyroid hormone because really there's enough thyroid hormone in the body. I mean, this is, this is good stuff. So then TSH goes down because it's happy. The body is happy. The hypothalamus and the pituitary, they made their plan and they are good to go. They do not need to poke the thyroid. They do not need to yell at the thyroid to make more thyroid hormone because all is well in the body. Why do we not go back to basic biology? Why are we so blinded in the medical system to not even go back to how the body works, which just seems so contradictory. You're practicing medicine. Biology is basically your core foundation course, right? And yet you're so ingrained in what you learned in medical school to look at the TSH and to basically freak out if it goes low. Oh, because that person's gonna, they're gonna lose bone and the heart's gonna burst out of their chest and they're just going to die right there on the spot. Oh my God. Well, if that's not going to happen from a low TSH, I can tell you that. If they would just get back to basic biology of how the systems work together and ask the question, does it even make sense to panic about a low TSH if we have someone on the proper dose of thyroid medication and they are optimized? And the worst thing that can happen the absolute worst scenario, which I have seen over and over again, and you might have been a victim of this, which is, in my opinion, borderline medical malpractice, is when a doctor then pulls your medication. So now you have a super low TSH. You're finally feeling good because you're on T3 in the combination and the amount that works for you. And your doctor looks at your TSH and freaks out because it's low, pulls your medication, not even giving a shit about how you feel. The fact that you feel good, oh man, well, that's too bad, Susie, because your TSH is low. So basically what they're saying is, I don't care if you feel like ass and live a horrible life. I want your TSH to be not suppressed, to be between one and two. Well, if it's conventional, they're going to want your TSH at like a three. So as long as it's not suppressed and flagged low, don't really care about your quality of life. We just care that. It's falling into these lab value ranges, which again, go back, listen to my podcast, the one before this one with L. Russ, because we talk about a variety of different scenarios and different lab scenarios and person scenarios where either A, the doctor would definitely freak out and pull your medication, B, certain situations that Maybe you don't need more thyroid medication. Maybe we need to change things up over here, address hormones. Just go back and listen to that because we really dive into it's on this podcast is basically an expansion of that one, but I wanted to dive more into TSH. I think this is very important. Again, beginner, intermediate, advanced. I don't care where you are. Refresh, 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 because it's very easy to get pulled into and brainwashed and, and gaslit by your doctor to where you're going to sit there and, oh, you know what, maybe because I've heard this from you, that's why I'm calling it out. Maybe, maybe I don't want my TSH so low. Maybe I should, you know, pull back on my thyroid medication because, oh, my doctor says that I'm hyper. How do you feel? Do you feel hyper? Well, no, 
but my TSH is low. So oh, I'm starting to get nervous. Oh, what about bone loss? Oh, my mom had osteoporosis. False. Get it out of your mind. You're getting brainwashed again. You're getting gaslit by the medical system. Just like you were gaslit in the beginning when you were told that you were normal. Now you're being gaslit again by telling, by the medical system telling you that your TSH should not be suppressed. And the reason why I bring in, fun, I have a total separate episode of functional and integrative doctors freaking out over your low TSH. Now, this episode is encompassing everything. I want to give you a brief overview, a, a basic rundown of what is TSH. What does it mean? What does it mean for you? What does it mean if it's low? Bottom line is you don't have to worry about it if it's low. You do not have to worry about it if it's low. You know the shame on Google? So I have Google up right now, right? Just Google TSH. You'll see what it is. Thyroid stimulating hormone. TSH is a blood test that measures this hormone. TSH levels that are too high or too low may be a sign of a thyroid problem. If you Google what happens if TSH is low, you will find this. Low TSH levels indicate hyperthyroidism. That's it. Low TSH levels indicate hyperthyroidism. Hyper, ER. That means that any doc that just looks at your TSH and it's flagged is going to pull your medication and call you hyper. Now, this is good on Google. How do you treat low TSH? An underactive thyroid or hypothyroidism is usually treated by taking daily hormone replacement tablets called levothyroxine, T4. Levothyroxine replaces thyroxine hormone, which your thyroid does not make enough of. You'll initially have regular blood tests until the correct dose of levo is reached. This is for all y'all in the UK because that's coming out of the NHS in the UK. Oh my goodness, this is insanity what you find on Google, which is why you do not Google your medical information unless you put something functional in there as well. Maybe TSH levels in functional medicine, but still in all, if you are working with or you are relying on a functional practitioner that does not know the thyroid, they could still tell you that a low TSH is a problem. Low TSH, not a problem. Are you on a lot of T4? Not a problem. Are you on any amount of T3? Not a problem. How do you feel? If that low TSH is a problem and it's actually pushing you hyper, then your free T3 will be elevated with 18 to 24 hours of no medication. Your free T4 will be elevated as well. You will be icky and sticky. You will be hyper. You will have heart palpitations, a racing heart, insomnia, weight loss, anxiety. That is how you know if a low TSH is an actual problem or not. Do not allow your doctor to reduce your medication because your TSH is low. Go back and play that intro over and over again. Write it down. That quote from Dr. Gary Forsman is priceless priceless. Write it down and copy it and send it to your doctor so that maybe they can go, oh yeah, that's medicine that I totally forgot about. Totally forgot about. Educate your doctor. Be your own patient advocate. Do not let your doctor freak out over a low TSH. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, 
That would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.